So we're backstage at the Mike Drop movie premiere. It's a couple hours before the event starts. Cats uh, are doing sound checks. And I'm here with the great Steven Wiley. Why don't you, for folks who don't know, and it's a shame that they wouldn't know, <laughs> but there's going to be some of that. Why don't you just briefly introduce yourself? Because um, let me just say this first. I'm deeply appreciative of all you've done for Christian hip-hop. You know Thank what I mean? you, Yourself sir. as a pioneer, some other brothers that are going to come through here, man. I, I'm not sure I would be doing what I'm doing if it weren't for someone like yourself. So I'm deeply appreciative. But for those who may not know, matter of fact, don't give them the whole story yet. Let's start here. Okay. What was the first song that you wrote, and why did you write it? The first song I wrote, Christian Rise or the second Christian, Christian, Christian rap song was the Bible Break. Right. And uh, the reason I wrote the Bible Break, I was part of a group in Bible school. I was at Rainbow Bible College, and I was the drummer for the uh, Rainbow Singers and Band. And we sang, a, did a song, uh, uh, you know, we, we all know it. Jesus loves the little children, all red and yellow, black and white. Well, we would kind of go to different areas and, and make it a dramatic presentation. When we do red, mm. we do a thing about Native Americans. You know, yellow, we do a little thing about the Chinese Americans. And, and then we got to the black, there was a, a, the, 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 the group would do like a little disco dance. Well, after doing it for like a year and a half, I said, well, what's popular today is rap music. Mm-hmm. So I said, why don't we add a little rap to it? Red, yellow, black, and white. Everybody is a star in Jesus' sight. He loves you so he came into this world to give his love to every boy and girl. He loves you. He loves you. Don't you know that Jesus loves you? So I put that in. That was the first line I wrote. Well, as we progressed, I said, wait a minute. Let's just add to it. And I began to Mm -hmm. add to it progressively. And then I said, which you know we had talked earlier about how young people will remember things right. if you put it in song or you put it in poetry, and I said let's teach the books of the Bible. So the catch to the whole Bible break song was going through all the books of the Bible, mm-hmm. and I've seen four and five year old kids learn all sixty six books of the Bible mm-hmm. by reciting them in the Bible break. So that that gave me motivation. To, to keep going on and yeah. just add it to it from there. So your whole genesis, the whole reason you started this was to help people learn the Bible, help people to learn about Christ. Right. Like, I'm, I'm a teacher. Yeah. I'm a teacher. That's yeah. my nature. Yeah. Right now I'm a college professor, but that was always in me to teach and instruct. And I, uh, growing up in a small rural community, I always had people in the community that would take us under their arms and teach us different things, right. teach us music teach us how to perform and speak on stage. And and so that was in me. And I made a promise to God, I want to help young people to learn and to grow the way I was taught to learn and to grow. And I see music as that aspect. So I take scripture and put it in rap form to teach the word of God. And you're teaching where now? So people know what you're doing now today. Oh, okay. I'm assistant professor of religion, liberal arts and humanities at Bacon College in Muskogee, Oklahoma. Bacon College is the largest, not the largest, but the oldest college in the state of Oklahoma. And I'm the director of the Center for Christian Ministries, which uh, Bacon College was founded in 1880. Let me just give you a brief history. After the Civil War, then you had your Southern Baptists and your Northern Baptists. The Southern Baptists were more you know, uh, slave owners, Mm. the Northern Baptists were abolitionists. The Northern Baptists changed their name after the Civil War to the American Baptists, and they founded some of the first historically black colleges Mm. to educate Mm. the former slaves. 
Well, at the same time, they sent missionaries into Indian territory, which was Oklahoma at the time, to teach the Native American people because it was against the law to educate the Indians. Yeah. So Almond C. Bacon was an American Baptist a missionary, came to Indian territory, set up uh, an, uh, an orphanage, which we still have on the campus today, an orphanage for Indian kids. Uh, in fact, the school was called originally Bacon Indian University. Hmm. And later we became a junior college, but today we're four-year liberal arts, and uh, we have two centers, the Center for American Indian and the Center for uh, Christian Ministry. So I'm the director of the Center for Christian Ministry, teaching young people how to become pastors and ministers and youth pastors. So your ability, man, to use rap as a a utility and a tool to teach people um, is is profound, man, because the way you put words together for the Bible break and some of the songs you did through that time— the interesting thing is you haven't stopped. And so as you're in Tulsa, we were talking before the official cameras started rolling about the Tulsa massacre, right? And and some of the things that have culminated as a result of finding the mass graves. And you were reciting some poetry that you right, recently right. written, right? And with your permission, we're going to show some of that because we actually taped it oh, you taped unofficially it? a little bit. So we, we might... You got to slide that, that in. in. Okay. Yeah, slide it. If that's okay with you, we have oh, your that's permission. Fine. That's okay. fine. So, that brought Black Wall Street to ruin that day. The white elevator screamed when the elevator shook. The black teen stumbled and stepped on her foot. It's a minor accident, no one was at fault, but the white community rumored sexual assault. A front page story headlined the arrest. Now young Dick Rowland had a target on his chest. As the sun went down and the evening soon fell, the angry white mob gathered outside the jail. Bring him out, turn him loose, they shouted angrily. We'll hang that Negro from the lynching tree. But during the 18 hours of the insurrection, Sheriff McCullough kept the team under his protection. The mobs continued to grow, white and black. Soon the Greenwood community was under attack, looting, lynching, murder on the spot, burning homes and businesses for 35 cents. Let me ask you this. With all the time that's passed and you've transitioned from the early days to now, what was it like to get the first phone call from Darius West about this movie? Well... (laughs) Darius had worked with uh, another gentleman, Mike Hill, mm. from ETW. And uh, Mike was a friend of mine. I mean, we, he was in Tulsa, Oral Roberts University. And they had a group originally called, uh, I think it was called JC Crew. Mm. And they won this uh, Pepsi-Cola talent competition. And the winner could go in and record. So they began to record Christian rap as well. Yeah. So we used to hang out together at Oral Roberts University and in Tulsa. And Darius and, uh, and Mike belonged to the same church, which was Higher Dimensions you know, Christian Center in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I knew Mike, but I didn't know Darius. So Mike introduced me to Darius. And we started recording and doing some things, but it didn't work out the way they wanted. Mm-hmm. So out of the clear blue, Darius called me again. He said, hey, man, we got this project going. If I can come, you let, let's, you know, I'm in town. Let's let's do this thing. So he came. God, it's been about six years or so now. Right. And he came, and we he met me at our church. I'm a pastor in Tulsa. We went into the church auditorium and just you know began to talk and share and 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 you know because it was continual. I'm wondering, you know, when is this brother going to get this thing <laughs> off the ground? You know, right. but it was a work of of love for him, mm-hmm. and I'm just happy to see it come together to now over all these years of him being tenacious yeah. and focused to get it together. Yeah. I'm excited for him personally. Yeah. So, how does this weekend feel for you? Let's 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 go to last night, man. As um at dinner, as 
different folks entered the room, Dynamic Twins and Chili and Mike Peace. What has this been like so far this weekend for you? Well, it's been like seeing old friends that you Mm -hmm. hadn't seen. And the interesting thing about it is you hadn't seen them in a while, but when you see them, you just pick up where you last conversation mm-hmm. you know and then you start man you remember when we did this man you remember see i remember just just seeing um i saw uh, fred lynch in the parking lot last night mm-hmm. i remember the first time i met fred we did a concert together with dr tony evans at the oak cliff bible fellowship this was had to be like 1980s the mm-hmm. late 80s mm-hmm. you know uh, they were there, uh, uh, PID, and then I came in and did my thing, and we were just young guys, right. you know, late eighties, man. And we talked and shared, and that was good. So just seeing Fred last night, and then Mike Peace, I met Mike. He was on tour, just happened to come through Tulsa, mm-hmm. and he was close enough I could drive over and met he and his wife. And once again, this was in the late late eighties, early it had to be late eighties because it was before I moved to L.A. And we met and talked and shared. Yeah. And it's interesting. I was talking to Mike last night. He still has the picture that we took together when mm. we were young, in 1988, mm. 89. He still got that picture. Right. So you just pick up. And then some of the other guys I hadn't I hadn't met, but I knew who they were. Like Robbie and Noel, you know, the Dynamic Twins. Mm-hmm. I knew who they were, but we never really officially met. We met for the first time in the Nashville back in, you know, the fall. Mm-hmm. And then other guys were just meeting. Now, uh, you know, DOC and all those those guys, they came to Tulsa and went to the same Bible school I went to. Yeah. So we hung out together in Tulsa. They yeah. they started a, a, a uh, I mean, we'd go into the hood, man. I mean, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, into the projects. Mm-hmm. We would sh- announce we're going to have a, a rap concert at the gym. We would get there, hundreds of kids just standing outside to hear Christian rap music. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we go back in our minds and rehearse all those memories. So it's just good seeing everybody and, and making new acquaintances. Yeah. So your ministry, man, has blessed so many people over a, a long time horizon and has um, shifted in many ways. Right. I mean, you went from being at the MC, mentoring other groups, now college professor helping students. Last night you shared a story or two of me about students you've been helping. Um, you know, directly or indirectly in college, coming to know Christ. When you think about this movie as another, to me, another stretch of your ministry, what what, what do you think about? What do you hope it accomplishes? Well, I think we have, when I say we, the, 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 the Christian rap pioneers, God has given us an exciting platform and a voice to speak to our generation. Mm-hmm. And the re- reason we're still here today, by faith still standing, is because we use that platform for the glory of God. We've done our part in fulfilling our commission to this generation. And what the movie does, the documentary, it takes that same legacy, that same message into the next generation. Mm -hmm. After I'm long gone, they can watch the video, the documentary, and remember, oh, yeah, this is what happened, that's what happened. You know, it's just like passing a baton. Dr. Miles Monroe, who was one of my mentors, talks about how he had a dream of here's somebody laying in a casket and they're still holding on to that baton. They want to die with the baton. They don't pass it on to the next generation. Mm-hmm. But our job is not to hold on to the baton or the vision of the dream, but to pass it on. Yeah. And I've seen that, you know, there's a young man, if I could tell this story, there was a young man that uh, when I was a youth pastor in Los Angeles in the 90s, 
mother comes in and she says, uh, I, I've got, you know, all of my sons and this particular son, I believe he's called to music ministry. I said, okay. I said, well, does, what does he do? Sing, dance, rap, play a keyboard. He said, well, she plays, he plays the keyboard a little bit. I said, okay, let's go over to the music department. Mm-hmm. So we went over to the music department and I listened to him play and she was right. He played a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> <laughs> he, play, he played a little bit. But what I did, I said, okay, I'm going to have, a, I found him a little electric keyboard. I said, I, he was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. I said, I want you to sit behind the main keyboard guy. Yeah. Just follow him. Let him mentor you and teach you. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Five years later, this young man was my main keyboard player in my worship team. Mm-hmm. Not only that, he stayed with music. When Tupac Shakur passed away, they asked him to redo all of Tupac's music. Yeah, yeah. He's got four platinum albums for doing Tupac's music. Not only that, he started producing Keisha Cole's, Queen Latifah, uh, a variety of other people. And today he's the Minister of Music at Crenshaw Christian Center in Los Angeles. Mm. But the thing about it is he produces gospel rap music. He's known as Jim Giddams mm-hmm. in the... Uh, Christian music circle, Jim Giddams, and uh, his name of his record company is Hell No Records, but he's one of the top producers, Christian and secular, in Los Angeles. Gotcha. But if you to talk with him and ask him about, you know, how he got started, he'll say, oh, well, Pastor Wiley gave me the opportunity mm. to play the keyboard to the glory of God. Yeah. See, and now he's doing that, and the thing about it, he's passing that anointing on, to other young artists. He's producing young Christian rap artists now. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Passing the baton. You got to keep awesome. passing the baton. That's what the video is going to do. It's going to yeah. keep passing the baton. Yeah. So to that point, and this is the last question, um, passing the baton, specifically for those in the Christian hip hop community that are creatives, artists, producers, or otherwise, um, a lot of times there's discussion of two things I think that we talk about. One that there wasn't a passing of the baton necessarily, right? At least structurally or necessarily intentionally. Maybe some things happened here or there, right? But sometimes it feels like a gap. And that, too, some of them don't know the whole lineage of the Christian hip-hop story, right? And so this is going to help seal that gap. Right. But right. let's just say there are some right now who are watching this interview go, man, I wish I was sitting there with Trig and I could ask Stephen Wiley a question to get some specific instruction. If they were sitting right here with me and said, Stephen, if you were doing this thing right now, how would you approach it? What would you do? What would you tell me to do? What would your words to them be? Well, several things. Number one is you got to put the word of God first. Mm. See, the foundation is the word of God. The Bible says God's word will not return void. And I add, whether you teach it, preach it, sing it, wrap it, or have it with ice cream, with whipped cream on top, you got to put the word of God first. It's not your style. It's not how smart you are, how good looking you are. It's the word of God. That's mm-hmm. the foundation. The anointing is on the word. Mm. See, so, and then number two, be humble. The Bible says, if you stay humble, I'll exalt you. But if you exalt yourself, you'll be brought down. So I tell young people, just be humble. And the third thing is be diligent. Another word for diligence is work. You got to work at it. You know, scripture says the hand of the diligence shall bear rule, but a lazy person is always going to be under tribute. Mm. So oh, just yeah. just work hard, be humble, and God will exalt you. I have not, and I tell young people this, I haven't applied for a job to work, although I've had different jobs all over the country. I haven't applied for a job in 40 years. Mm-hmm. Once I committed my life to God, everywhere I've gone, everything I've done, 
somebody called me. Mm-hmm. They said, hey, I need your skill, your talent, your ability over here. Would you come over here and help us? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm minding my own business, sitting in my garage in my office, and I get a call from Dr. Fred Price. I want you to come out and, and minister and be my youth pastor. Mm. You know, 20,000-member church. I didn't even know he knew who I was. He said, yeah, I've heard about you, how you're reaching young people through this rap music. I don't know anything about rap, but I know it's reaching young people. Will mm. you come and work with me? Mm. Mm. You know, I'm once again sitting in my office, minding my own business. I get a call from the college. Uh, we heard that you have a degree in this. Will you come and teach one class as an adjunct professor? Well, end up teaching one class. Two years later, I'm assistant vice president of the college. You know, so just stay humble, work hard. The word says the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. And I tell young people, just put God's word first. Put the word of God first. Put God first. He'll order your steps and you'll find yourself at the place you need to be. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you so much. Yes, sir. It's great to see you. Guys, you heard it first right here from Stephen Wiley at the Mic Drop premiere. Be sure to watch it and check it out fully once it becomes available in your area or online. God bless you.